Your job as a photographer is not to make amazing photos. Your job is to help your clients transform and experience a feeling that they want or need to feel. And the tool that you use to create that transformation and experience, that feeling, is your amazing photos. But making amazing photos is just one part of that job. This week on the podcast, I'm going to talk about the job we think we have versus the job that we actually have. And then once we've defined our actual job, we're going to talk about what it takes to do that job in a way that creates loyal, raving fans. I'm so glad you're here. Welcome to This Can't Be That Hard. My name is Anami Tonkin, and I help photographers run profitable, sustainable businesses that they love. Each week on the podcast, I cover simple, actionable strategies and systems that photographers at every level of experience can use to earn more money in a more sustainable way. Running a photography business doesn't have to be that hard. You can do it, and I can show you how. Okay, so most of us get into photography as a business because we're good photographers, right? But being a good photographer is just one small part of the skill set required to run a successful photography business. And when your art is all that you focus on, or when it's where you put most of your focus and energy, you're missing a large portion of the point. I will back up for just a second and say there are two situations where you don't have to focus on anything but being an amazing artist, an amazing photographer. And those two situations are, number one, if you are a renowned fine art photographer with an agent and museums and galleries knocking down your door, begging for you to do solo exhibits with them, congratulations. You can just focus on your art and, um, and go well on your way. Or number two, if you have a patron, so someone who essentially writes you a paycheck, a salary, to create whatever art you want. Old school-wise, the way that they used to do it with Rembrandt and all those guys, they all had patrons. And if you have a patron who pays you and your job is to create amazing art, once again, go nuts. That is, uh, it's fantastic. It's an enviable position to be in. And I would congratulate you. And then I would tell you (laughs) that my podcast may not be the right fit for you, right? That is, uh, that is not who I am or what I'm here for, unfortunately. Um, but I am assuming that if you are here listening, I am guessing that you're more like me. And that is that you are a photographer who works for other people who hire you to take photos for them, right? So what's the difference? Why do photographers with patrons and solo shows and museums and all that sort of stuff, why do they get to focus on their art while the rest of us have to give equal attention to things like marketing and sales and customer service and all that sort of thing? Well, to answer that question, I want to teach you a lesson that I learned from Donald Miller's book called Building a Story Brand, which I am going to link in the show notes so you can find that there. But if you haven't read it, I highly recommend this book. It's super helpful when it comes to brand messaging. And in his book, Donald Miller talks 
about how a lot of businesses make the mistake of positioning themselves as the hero of a story. And this is definitely something that once I read the book and I um, started thinking about it, I really see that that is true, not only among businesses in general, but definitely for a lot of artists and photographers. That is that is a mistake that many of us make, myself very much included. So to explain this a little better, um, I want you to pretend for a minute that we are characters in a movie. So if you happen to be that fine art photographer or the photographer with a patron, you are the hero of the story. You are the main character. Your movie is about you and your pain and suffering or your vision and beauty or whatever it is that you are putting out there in the world. But in our case, in my case, as a commission-based portrait photographer, the movie isn't about me. The movie is about my client. The shift here is subtle, but it's important. As a photographer creating commission-based work, we are not the stars of the show. That's not why people hire us. They hire us to help them solve their problem or achieve their transformation. We're not the main characters. We are the guides like Yoda is to Luke Skywalker or like Glinda is to Dorothy. We are there to help our clients solve their problem or achieve their transformation. And we happen to use photography as our tool to do that. And that is not to put us down. Just because we're not the heroes of this particular story doesn't mean that we're not a vital role. We really are. And that's the reason that people are willing to give us money for what it is that we do. But when we position ourselves as the hero, when we go out there in the world and talk about our work and our experience and our feelings, we run the risk of telling someone else, this story isn't about you. It's about me. It's about my work and my feelings and my vision. And that turns a lot of people off because the reason people spend money is that they want to solve some sort of problem that they have. So back to the movie example, I am a family photographer. So my movie is about a mom, usually, who works really, really hard and she juggles life and parenting and marriage and her full-time job and she's exhausted <laughs> and she often needs a reminder of why it is that she works so hard. My role in her movie is to help her see and capture the beauty in the messy, crazy, thankless work that is parenthood. I'm not the star. She's the star. And when I try to get her to hire me, I am more or less auditioning for an important role in her movie. And my photos are how I promise to solve her problem. So let's say that you're a wedding photographer. Again, this movie isn't about you. The movie that you're wanting to be part of is about a couple in love. Your role in their movie is to give them the ability to revisit those feelings of love and support that they felt at their wedding at some point in the future when maybe times are tough or it's their anniversary and they want to sort of celebrate their time together. 
You help them capture their love story in a way that they can then take it and share it with the world. They can share it with their future grandkids. Um, you know, whatever it is that they that they want to do with them, but you help them feel seen and celebrated. Your photos are the way that you promise to do that. But here's the thing, and I, I want you to listen to me super closely here if you're busy multitasking, just sort of take a pause and listen, listen in, because this is the crux. The most successful photographers, the ones who have the most loyal, raving fans, they know that their photos in and of themselves aren't actually a cure for the problem that their clients have. The photos don't solve the problem or help make the transformation. Maybe they help, but they don't create a full transformation. The photos are just a band-aid. When your kid falls and has a bloody knee, they come to you and they ask for a band-aid, right? They want you to kiss their knee and put a band-aid on it and make it feel better. And most of the time we give them the band-aid, right? Even if it's only a scratch, <laughs> it doesn't necessarily need a band-aid. We give them one because it's a good first step. It calms them down. It gets them to a place where they're sort of in a headspace where they can listen to us. So, you know, I'm holding the band-aid in my hand and I say, oh, you know what? Before I put this on, let, let's go wash your knee. Now, they didn't come to me and say, mommy, will you wash my knee? But I know that in order to actually get the knee to heal properly, we need to wash it. We need to put some Neosporin on it. Maybe we need to ice it a little bit. That's not what they asked for. But if they really banged up their knee, I know that that's going to do a lot more to help them feel better than just a Band-Aid, right? So when my client is, you know, it's 10 p.m., she's getting ready for bed, she's scrolling Instagram, and she sees photos of some family looking happy, looking together and connected, and, you know, she just finished a 60-hour work week at her job. She barely saw her kids at all, much less sat on the floor with them and played a game or went for a walk or whatever. And then she looks at that photo on Instagram and she sees a version of reality that she wants to feel is true in her own life. She wants to see, she wants to feel that connection and that love with her own family. It's there, but she doesn't feel it. And she sees it in that photo. She sees the togetherness and the bond that she doesn't feel in that moment in her own life. And that is why she calls me. She doesn't actually need photos <laughs> to solve that problem. Although don't tell her I said that because certainly that is what I'm selling. Um, what she needs is a feeling. And that feeling could be achieved in a whole bunch of different ways, right? I mean, you know, she could start a journal about her, um, t the times that she felt together with her family. She could, you know, take a vacation from work. I mean, there are several different potential cures, um, or not cures, but solutions to sort of helping that feeling. But in this particular case, and I am very grateful for this, she sees photos as a cure, but the cure that she sees is actually the Band-Aid, right? And we sell Band-Aids. <laughs> Our photos are those Band-Aids, 100%. And there's nothing wrong with a Band-Aid. A Band-Aid does help. But once we are hired to deliver the Band-Aid, 
we have an opportunity and this is what I want you to take. We need to take this opportunity to go deeper. We need to give our clients a more comprehensive cure to whatever it is that their problem is. So in my case, with my clients, that means that they not only receive digital files, but I also build in physical art that they can hold in their hands and enjoy because I know that that has a much more lasting effect than just digital files. Even though people say, I just want digital files many times, you know, eight times out of 10, they say that and I have created a system where they always end up with physical product because it gives them more of a sense that of that togetherness that they can really hold on to. I take it a step further too by offering my clients after we've worked together and when they're in sort of that afterglow state where they're really appreciating the effect that that, that the photos that have been delivered um, have on the way that they feel and the togetherness that they feel and also the self-satisfaction that they feel because they have always intended to document their family and they finally like got around to doing it and they checked that box and they feel really good about it. So I offer them this sort of easy, um, almost automated way to continue that process by joining uh, my yearbook club. And that essentially makes the process of working with me year after year a an automatic, very easy process so that my clients can commit to themselves that they are going to keep up with documenting their family without having to commit a lot more time or energy to it. And that solves an additional problem that they didn't even know that they were coming to me for, which is that they have this sense of guilt. Time is going by so fast. My kids are growing up. I'm so busy. I meant to be doing all this documenting and I haven't been. And so here, when they're feeling this very positive um, afterglow effect, for no, <laughs> for lack of a better word, um, they are given this opportunity to make this easy. So I have given them the Band-Aid of the photos plus the Neosporin of their um, physical products and then the ice of this membership. And that is the cure. My clients get the whole package. And what that means is that they come back to me over and over again. They tell their friends about me. This is a process that they um, they feel like they have achieved that transformation. It has solved that problem. So this week, I want you to spend some time really getting to the bottom of what it is that your clients want. Of course, they want photos, yes, but what problem is it that they are trying to solve? What transformation are your photos helping them to achieve? And once you figure that out, then I want you to brainstorm what else you can offer, what else you can do to help your client achieve a full and lasting cure to their problem. So how can you add Neosporin and ice to your Band-Aid? That's it for this week's episode of This Can't Be That Hard. I'll be back same time, same place next week. In the meantime, you can find more information about this episode, along with all the relevant links, notes, and downloads at thiscan'tbethathard.com slash podcast. If you like the podcast, be sure to hit the subscribe button. 
Even better, share the love by telling a photographer friend or leaving me a review on iTunes. As always, thanks so much for joining me. I hope you have a fantastic week.